0: Where are you from, Joseph? South Shields. I thought. Well, there were three of us in this marriage. I just want to say, Liam, come and have a go with your finger. I enjoy cooking bacon and stuff. Working with flour.
1: This is your welcome, America. The podcast that explains what the bloody hell Brits are banging on about. In every episode, we translate British pop culture for America and American pop culture for Britain. You're welcome. welcome. Hi babes. Hi. It's been a while. How yeah. are you doing? Yeah, good. We're doing this on a Saturday, which is, you know, not not always the usual. Well, let me tell you something. Oh. I've had a I've had a day. Oh. So last night I went to um, Darren's house and watched the first episode of Drag Race. Oh. Speaking is- of, we should say hi to our friends at Afterthought Media. Yes. And the go Drag, Drag Race listen to- recap podcast. Yes. Yes. Um, so it was, that was really fun. I indulged in a little too much red wine, um, Uh-oh. home in bed by, you know, 1045. For a little red wine <laughs> sleep. Yeah, exactly. For a little red wine coma. Then I got up and I've, oh my God, I've been here, I've been there. But what I will say is that I'm deeply offended that you have not noticed anything different about me.
0: Hmm.
1: Yeah, whatever. No, no, no no no, uh, no, 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 I'm looking at you. Your hair is longer than when I last saw you. Uh, is this anything with your teeth? absolutely not i had a microdermabrasion and a facial today i mean fair enough i am sweating a little bit so i'm probably looking a little dewy but yeah i'm really disappointed that you haven't noticed that i look like a completely different person did you did you go to the med spa no i went to a place called face house yeah oh. not face house face house h-a-u-s it was a an interesting experience is near the Beverly Center. Okay. Um, and yeah, I basically just got my um, a layer of my skin kind of rubbed off of my face by this lovely lady while I laid in a chair. And then I had a mini panic attack because I was hungover. and she put this face mask on me and then disappeared for like 15 minutes. And I was kind of getting a little panicky and a little bit hot and bothered. And there was steam blowing on my face. It was oh, a yeah. lot. Yeah. But um, then I went to the Beverly Center afterwards. What a strange place. Oh, I, well, I think the Beverly Center needs to be a whole like topic one Absolutely. time. All I will say is... What a strange, strange, empty shopping centre. Yeah. So I I went up five different escalators and then I just walked around and there was just nothing. Or I did buy a nice shirt from Zara, which you'll get to see at some point. (laughs) I feel That's a phrase that you could have said to me any time the last 15 years. Yeah. I bought a nice shirt from Zara on a Saturday. I have done. Anyway, uh, what have you been up to? What have I been up to? Uh, Jesse is away in Mexico. Yes, staying at a location from the Real Housewives of Dallas. I, would, I wouldn't any about, I would know anything about that. Trust me, it's very exciting. It was actual like focal point of the latest season, oh, so okay. it's very exciting. Okay. Yeah, so Jesse's away at the moment. So it's mainly been me and Fabio, uh, just, you know, stomping around the studio. Uh, every day I've been taking him to daycare, um, dropping him off, and just, you know, not, nothing, nothing major. Very low-key week. Well, I have to tell you something I overheard at work. I was... Uh, going through, I was walking through reception at work, and there was this lady, and she was just doing a voice note in her phone, and all I heard her say was, "A Wikipedia page is better than an obituary." What does that mean? Oh. A Wikipedia page is better than an obituary. What does that mean? Is she is she like is she trying to get herself into like comment overheard in LA or something? Well, it worked. Page. And then let me tell you another thing that infuriated me. The other day, I went for physio, or as they call it here, physical therapy, um, because I have a. I have an injury, don't worry about it. The lady next to me was having some work done on her like pelvis, I'm not really sure what was happening. But during the whole time, first of all, she was showing off her tattoo, which was a script font around her arm. And I was really having to hold myself back. And then at some point she just got her phone out and it was like f- recording, like talking to the, the physiotherapist and being like, what are you doing now? Oh my God, blah, blah, blah. And then I heard her just go, some great content, she got <gasps> her phone down. I was furious. But I appreciate that her getting great content has now become your content, yeah, which has true. become our content on the podcast. That's very true. And in a week where very little has happened in my life, <laughs> I need that content. Yeah. Well, let's just say all of my all of my muscles were suddenly tense again and I had to leave, you know? Um, shall we do some feedback? Yes. Okay. First up, he is also, A.K. Teddy on Instagram, said, love this episode. That was the last one. He says I believe the American equivalent for fanny about is lol about. Oh, you're welcome. Angel Investor Teddy. Oh, yeah, of course. We the, can... only, the only person to have spent any money on us on this podcast. Um, <laughs> Lollabout's pretty good. Um, CLC said, my dad also used to pit me outside bonds. And yes, I love trinkets and fannying about. Oh, yeah, she's the queen of trinkets and fannying about. Yeah, as, you, as you revealed in the last episode. <laughs> then another another slightly more personal one for you. Um, Dear Fraser, <laughs> I still have a John Lewis sheet you handed down to me many years ago for reasons which escaped me. Maybe I stole it. Whatever. It's the best sheet in the world. What? Who's the... Who did I give a sheet to? Lydia? When did she have... Well, here's what I don't understand about that. I... Now, with all due respect, babes, I don't see you that many years ago buying sheets in JLs. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's not your brand. I think maybe this was like... This was at the tail end of... Actually, this might have been post the the conversation on the airplane back from Vegas where I said I needed nicer sheets. This might have actually been post that, that she somehow ended up with one of my John Lewis sheets. I think I did buy some after that, you know. Oh, well, there you go. There you go. Mystery kind of solved. Um, Actually, speaking of John Lewis, over on uh, Discord, which I don't really understand, um, <laughs> <laughs> we have a Discord. I, I, I couldn't tell you how I, to find it. Or what, it, or it, what is, it is or anything that's going on. But again, once again, hi to our friends at <laughs> <our> Afterthought Media. <laughs> uh, so Nomi... On Discord, uh, just wanted to chip in about John Lewis and say it just sounds like a place called Maya or David Jones in Australia, uh, which is apparently the Australian version. So that can be for, you know, You're Welcome Australia. Well, I was going to say, what is, what, what is the Australian version of our show? What's it called? Like, would it not just be called You're Welcome Australia? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let, let's move on. Okay, okay. Um, and uh, just a little uh, comment from Joe um afterthought on Discord. He uh, said that he knows... He wants to talk to us about the fancy sizzler that he knows of. I don't think there's a fancy. I'm sizzler not convinced by that piece of information. Oh, I don't speaking think it of, did you see that the official sizzler account like liked some of the stuff that we've been up to? Yeah, I'm. I'm definitely thinking they didn't listen to the episode. They might have just seen the, the content on Instagram because I think they would have retracted that like if they'd heard our official review. And like a, the young millennial who's like doing the uh, the Sizzler IG accounts like, oh my god, we're on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, let's hope they don't listen because I think we might get sued by Sizzler. Yeah. Sizzler. Don't. Sued by Sizzler. Okay, so do you know what today is? What it is, is today? It is our 20th episode oh my lord we've done this 20 times that doesn't sound like as many as it feels (laughs) (laughs) actually actually feels a bit shit doesn't it yeah but well it's a celebration it's 20 it's sure sure fucking is so So... we are gonna do (laughs) a special episode what episode is it Oh, can I just, I just want to say what I'm seeing right now. Fraser is fading out that music by uh, just very gently tapping the volume down button on his phone. Yes. Um, hearing that, I have to say, I just wanted to run to the, to the wardrobe department and grab a, grab a giant pink feather. Yeah, spangly a, dress. Mm, shove it on. <laughs> so, of course, we are talking about one of our personal favorite musical acts of all time. Yeah. Girls Allowed. We're doing a whole show about it, people, so you better strap in. If you're from the UK, then enjoy hearing all the stuff you already know about them, and maybe something else. And if you're American, I'm sorry, and you're going to learn some great, great stuff today. (laughs) You know, Jesse has been converted to Girls Aloud. He revealed to me that um, Something New, one of their singles, is on his running list. Oh. (laughs) And he's obsessed with Nadine Coyle. So Americans, you you could jump on this bandwagon with us. This runaway mind train that is the, the Girls Aloud special. But we have... Someone in the studio today, I believe. Wait, what's that
0: noise? Oh, oh. Ooh, look at the cloud's roll
1: again. We have in the studio with us for the Girls' Life Special, it is podcast nemesis, Michael! Oh, guys, I am not your nemesis. <laughs> no, but you're the podcast nemesis? Yeah, you're actually our closest friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which I
2: don't think people listening probably realize. Although, oh. although is anyone listening not know us? Uh,
1: How do you know <laughs> according to the numbers we have some people just a smattering of listeners in some very far flung locales. Well in that case I I am actually from the <laughs> yeah. Oh no here this is this is classic podcast nemesis. Oh my god. He comes on the show and he's like,
0: I'm a lovely guy. <laughs> yeah, this all, is not like, the person we yeah. saw
1: just before we started rolling today, Michael. Yeah, oh this is not the god. person that one go. This is not the person we booked. <laughs> fine you, you want nemesis I'll, I'll give you nemesis okay so tell us you i believe you've got some feedback for oh, us i do live. have some feedback for okay you, thank you very go. much go for it
2: there's nothing wrong with joe malone i don't wear it anymore but i did and it's fine
1: i mean you're looking at the wrong person like,
2: wh- i couldn't wear it. where else you don't
1: you don't wear it anymore because you had kids and like money's going elsewhere that's why you can't fucking afford it anymore can you yeah <laughs> <laughs> Actually,
2: to be completely honest, I moved on to Lolabo La which is even more awful than Joe Malone. Well,
1: it was, yeah, it's kind of like the the Lux Basic of Now. Yep, that's me. <laughs> you go. are our Lux Basic of Now. That's actually a really good name. Yeah, well, you can have it. Um, <laughs> so,
2: congr- congrats on twenty episodes, guys! Thank it's you amazing. so much.
1: Thank you for joining us. I mean, the thing with you is obviously that you lived in the UK for a very long time. Yeah. When did you move to the UK originally? Uh,
2: 2005, I studied abroad and then I moved back again in 2006. And then altogether you
1: were in the, you were there for like 10 years. 10 years. There you go. So you, you experienced Girls Aloud. Oh, I know them. I know them deeply. (laughs) So that's why we have you uh, joining the show today. And as an actual American, you can give the American take on things as well. Perfect. Am I your first American guest? Well, I mean, we do have studio husband, Jesse, usually shuffling around in the robe in the background. background. That's true. Very far and distant. When it's like, Jesse, Jesse, (laughs) what's the American word for, (laughs) I don't know, fancy dress or whatever it is. Okay, shall we get on with it? Yes, let's start the show. Girl's a loud reference. Very deep cut. Thank you. Okay, welcome back. This is the Girls Allowed special. The whole episode oh. is dedicated th- to the UK songstresses <laughs> and girl band Girls Allowed. Fraser, you're going to take the first half of the episode. I am indeed. Start so, the journey for us, please. Let's let's cast our minds back to 2002. Mm, How old were you in 2002? I was 18. 17. So you were 18 as well, Michael. I right? think I was 18. Yeah. A fine time to be alive, 2002. Uh, a little TV show called Pop Stars The Rivals was on television.
0: Bop, bop, bop do
1: So on Pop Stars The Rivals, it was a follow up to, I think we have talked about this before. It was a follow up to Pop Stars, which found Hearsay, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and this time it was uh, to find a girl band and a boy band who would then compete against each other for Christmas number one, big which deal. is a very UK thing. Very big deal. Um, and basically, I won't go into like the full story of Pop Stars The Rivals because that could be its own podcast. But what I will say <laughs> is um, there was five girls that ended up auditioning that ended up in Girls Aloud. I'm going to just ask you if you can remember, just between the two of you, mm. yeah. which songs they auditioned with, their first audition songs for Girls Aloud. Okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go through it in, in order. So I'll start with the easiest one. God, I've no um, what did Nadine audition with to get into Girls Aloud? Did, did you do that Sting song? Fields of Gold? Yep. Oh. Like, I walk through fields of gold. Oh, I love that. Um, Cheryl. This one's actually kind of... It's, it's still it the one. It's still the did one did by Shania Twain. No, it's... Faith Have, Hill? No, it's Have You Ever by S Club 7. What? Have you so? ever left and love somebody? <sighs> Wish there was a chance to say, I'm sorry, can't you see? That's so much better than her vocal. <laughs> Kimberly. Our solid our Kim. What did she audition oh, with? It's oh. a tough one. I don't know. I had to, it was at musical theatre. It was where do broken hearts go? That's what I was just trying to sing. It's where where should do broken hearts go? A real curveball by Sarah. What do you think she sung? D- did she do a Rocky number? A rock chick number? Now give us a clue. Now I'm gonna be completely full disclosure about this. I had to look them up. Some of them up on YouTube, YouTube, and. Kimberly's and Sarah's were like jammed together in this very short clip and it just had five seconds of the end of Sarah's audition. I think she might have done two songs. I think there might be a couple of songs for each of them. So I'm just going to go with the one I heard the snippet of. Okay. It was a song by Steps. Five, six, seven, eight. My boots! (laughs) Oh my God, Sarah doing five, six, seven, eight. It's like a great thought. Uh, No, she did Last Thing on My Mind. Oh. Oh, Yeah. Okay. Um, And then the, the biggest curveball of all, what did Nicola audition with? Wait, it wasn't I'm So Excited, which she sang later on in the season. Yes, no, no, That's that was later on. That was live show singing. Um, <laughs> it's a give, real... us, give us a clue. Okay, um, it is by a uh, Latina artist. Is it Shakira? <laughs> it is Shakira. Whenever, which... wherever. <laughs> no. Underneath her clothes. <laughs> yes, she did. Underneath, Underneath your, your clothes. clothes was her audition song. <laughs> so weird. Good for them. Um, I think what we should also say is who was on that judging panel. Yes. One very notable creature. Oh, Pete Waterman,
0: <laughs> <What>? Nikki
1: Chapman. <laughs> like, who who was it? It was Jerry Halliwell, it was Louis oh my Walsh. God. It was Pete Pete Waterman, Louis Walsh, and Jerry Halliwell were the judges. Amazing, it, uh, sitting at a trestle table. Oh, yeah, in you, a cold, a yeah. cold, cold conference room it's, in a hotel, all wearing full jackets yeah. and oh, scarves. it's so it's so early days of reality competition, especially like when you hear the actual auditions. It's so quiet. Like it's not like now with any music behind it. Before they start singing, it's literally like clomp clomp clomp. <laughs> I uh, oh, yeah. I, uh you can I like, hear Kimberly. the room tone. Yeah, it, yeah. You yeah. can hear the room tone. It's so funny. So basically, over the over the weeks, um, they got whittled down to the five girls. Um, did you know that originally Kimberly and Nicola were they didn't make the top ten that would have been in the live shows, but it's because two girls dropped out, so they actually ended up being in that top ten.
2: Is it bad to say that doesn't hugely surprise me? Wow, coming for our Kim and Nicola. No, I mean I love our Kim, but she's not like oh the personification of charisma. Oh, okay.
1: Sorry, I love her. Pod, Pod- comi- Podcast Nemesis. is yeah. True Colors. Really coming yeah. out. Oh my god! Well, this is the real coming mate. for the star of Shrek the Musical there, um, <laughs> uh, and Big the Musical. I think you'll find. So yeah, so they they kind of the thing is they performed songs like in groups or individual over the weeks. Uh, I'm not going to go through all of that, but I will just play you this one little clip of a group performance by the girls. It's when they was down to six, so also still included Javine at this point. <laughs>
2: under rehearsed
1: <laughs> there was a lot going on there yeah. i want to point out um the, the shaky camera work yeah like the camera on a crane but also kind of shaking yep kimberly doing all of the uh fred what's he called the guy from uh, yeah, 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 that guy. love shack called from b Fifty Two. i don't know but like the live sort of vocal yeah. shouty bits <laughs> love shack baby um and just a big shout out to the general styling of that so many gypsy skirts <laughs> so many big chunky wide belts everyone's hair has got a full chunky highlight Crop and, and straightened with an inch of its leg yeah. Just like, <laughs> those gypsy skirts were a real thing. They really you? were, yeah. So that's just a little taste of Pop Stars, the Rivals. Um, so what happened is, once uh, the final five, the girls that we know as now Girls allowed that's Nadine, Kimberly, Sarah, Cheryl. Nicola and Nicola. Wow, well, that was really tough to. I did that in a really weird order, and I, I really confused myself. Um, so basically, uh, what happened is they competed against a boy band called One True Voice. OTV. OTV. Um, and the competition was the race to Christmas number one. Now, you went in the country yet, where you? At I point? was not. So Ben, let me t- let me ask you a question. Yeah. Did you partake in the race to Christmas number one? Did you buy Girls Aloud's first single? I don't think I did. I at the time was it was interviewing four universities and I was down in Oxford doing an interview there, didn't get in, and, <laughs> and um, I just remember hearing the song and being like, Oof. that's a pretty good song. Yeah. And I remember we all kind of, after interviews, went out and got drunk and we went out to a club and danced to that and also danced to the Cheeky Girls. Oh, well, th- yeah, that's... I, I worked in Sainsbury's at the time, and I bought this. I bought their winning single from Sainsbury's, and let's say, also. I remember I worked with this girl, and she liked Girls Aloud and One True Voice, and she bought both singles. Well, that cancels you them split out. Split the vote, you stupid. Oh, she was, I, she was really nice. Well, that right. was like with you know uh, Sophie Ellis bexter and Victoria Beckham. Yeah, exactly. I, I actually bought. I just didn't know what to do, so I bought both. Oh, you fool! Okay, no. so obviously the first single we're talking about is obviously this. It's so I'm talking about Sound of the Underground. Very important song. A really weird song. A weird, really weird yeah, song. Yeah, profoundly weird. Yeah. yeah. For a pop band to release at that time, that song was so strange. And I think it's important to note, well, first of all, to note that they got to Christmas number one and they beat One True Voice. And that was the last thing we ever heard of One True Voice. And then Girls Aloud skyrocketed to fame. The th- well, the big thing was that no one thought that the, the girls were ever going to win the show and that they were ever going to get to number one. So I think in retrospect, they've sort of said that they were kind of left to their own devices yeah. and they got this really weird, crazy song. Everyone's like, yeah, 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 yeah but we're going to have a boy band that's going to get to number one. And then they surprised everyone. Well, also, okay, it's important to note that this is the beginning of them working with, um, what's it called? Xenomania. Xenomania. Xenomania, which is... Although it would be called Xenomania in the US. Thank you so much, Michael. Translation. I've been here too long. I just can't help it, My accent is so confusing just to quickly check in you've actually michael podcast nemesis has actually met the xenomania people i Ooh. have yeah i was developing at
2: one point a show with xenomania oh and my god yeah and it was pretty amazing i asked all the questions of course what was, was, what was the best answer you got? Well, the best answer. Well, first of all, like basically, the way they write songs is they all just come up with like random hooks and they just put them on a wall, and so it's like, which is why all of their songs sound like a collection of random oh, other parts of songs. Oh, we'll, we'll get to that because they never think to... they never think of a song like as a as a whole thing. They think of it as like little choppy bits, which yeah. just kind of goes Alouds. Oh, completely.
1: Thing. There's some of their songs are we'll we'll get to. Uh, there's a couple of ones I can think of, but we will get to them that are literally like a line each that is from uh, a different world totally but wait bonkers. what was the best thing that you heard when you were there was there any like well, amazing thing i just
2: got one thing confirmed which is really important to okay me. go i just wanted to know does nadine sing absolutely everything first and they said of course she does and i was just like what do you mean of course she does and they were like well yeah i mean she's the best singer which made me happy to hear someone who actually <laughs> just confirmed that and basically like she just sings everything best and then all the girls copy her Wow. So she and sings, like, the demo. So she sings the demo, but she also, <laughs> like, she will
1: also apparently change the demo to fit the girls who are eventually going to sing it. Wow. So they came back in 2003 with their follow-up single, No Good Advice. I don't need no good advice. I'm I don't need some other light and So No Good Advice was a very straight song. <laughs> had a guitar riff solo in the middle of it the music video is outrageous i believe that they even to this day they say that's their least favorite music video because they think that they look they all think that they look awful in it they're all wearing like a silver like tinfoil or what's the uh u.s equivalent tinfoil oh um aluminum foil oh aluminium yeah Yeah, all wearing like tinfoil outfits shaking tambourines aren't they at some yes, point there's a tambourine dance yeah. at one point dancing on top of a car um, it goes with a gypsy skirt though doesn't yeah. it yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then I just remember there's an iconic performance of them doing it on I think CD UK that I want listeners to look up just look it up yourself I think they've, they've driven an actual taxi into the, a New York taxi into the studio and they're like dancing <laughs> up and on and around it it's quite wonderful <laughs> Um, and then um, they had their third single, which is so strange. In uh, August of two thousand and three, was "Life Got, Got Cold," often forgotten about, it. often forgotten, it's and also super weird. Didn't they get? T- didn't they get almost sued by Oasis because they said it was? It's <laughs> the same. Um, it's almost the same melody as an Oasis song. Couldn't couldn't tell you which one it is because I I don't care. And actually, I think that they should have sued Oasis because Oasis <laughs> copied them. I'm just throwing that out there. Mm. However many years later. Speaking of which, this is a bold statement, but I work with this girl called Shelby, and. She's basically, I think she might be my actual soulmate. And at one point we were talking about the song International Love by Pitbull and Chris Brown and how much we liked it. And I said to her, if I'm being completely honest, I like this song more than any songs that the Beatles ever released. And instead of hitting me like a normal person would, <laughs> she was like, yeah, I completely agree with you. And that's how I knew I'd found my soulmate. <laughs> it's true. I'd rather listen to International Love than any song by the Beatles. Fair. Um, <laughs> so, I only remember
2: the last part of that song where they just go, oh
1: international love. Is there any more to it? Yeah, Pitbull talks about having sex with sisters. In, it's like He lists all the different countries he's been to. It's uh, really a horrible song. Anyway, so that was those three songs were from their first album, mm-hmm. which was called Sound of the Underground. Uh, did you have their first album, either of you? Obviously, you went in the country at the time, no, so I, I don't know if you bought it retroactively. My true love for them came later. Okay. Yeah, I I didn't really hop on the bandwagon until just a little bit later. So I actually had... Uh, a burned copy of the album, right? Because there's not. I'm not. We can't delve into album tracks because we no. don't have enough time. But some kind of miracle is a really good song. So now we move on to uh, their next album, which was called "What Will the Neighbours Say." What will um, they say? Which this this is notable that this this album was entirely written and produced by Xenomania. So this is like when they fully morphed into the true girls Aloud that they are. 2004 is when they released their first single from it. One that is a personal low point for me. It's called the show. I do you love the, you wanna, uh, the show. <laughs> Should we just have a little a little blast of the show just to I stand the show too. <laughs> I, the show is such... Actually, I think the show no, is when I started it. to like them. Right. Because I love that really insane digital noise in it. It sounds so cold, but it really warms my heart. <laughs> and then the bit... I was just singing it earlier with Michael. The bit where they're like... Ooh, ooh Okay, fine. That bit is kind of good. It's... Oh. Made me now. <laughs> oh, ooh, oh that was beautiful. Do you remember the video for the show? Yep. It in, was uh, them working at a salon. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I keep on talking over you because I get too excited. Please, this is the episode where you can talk completely over each other because we're both too excited. One thing I do know about that video is that on purpose, they made that video a bit more approachable to other women. In the sense that the outfits were less kind of raunchy and sexy. And they even at the beginning introduced them with all their names yeah. on screen. It was to try and like, I don't know, just broaden their out. They were the trying to base. appeal to younger fan base, weren't they? Because they were like too sexy, basically. Yeah um uh well and they they, i'd say they achieved it with that video it's very childlike (laughs) i think maybe that's why i hate that song because i hate the video i hate the video but i love the song it deserves a better video yeah it really does so the follow-up song from what the will the neighbors say album is a personal high point for me but also i know it's everyone everyone's kind of least favorite song which is love machine Uh. oh Pretty bad. <laughs> now, the reason I love Love Machine so much is because it, it reminds me of a very specific time in my life when I was at university and it reminds me of my university friends. I hate that song because I just think of that really annoying dance where you kind of like throw your arms one by one. <laughs> Didn't Cheryl hate the song? Yeah, they, you know, she, she said that they all hated that song when they first heard it because they thought it was so weird. And then they said it became like their favorite because it it kind of got Did them even like it got them so much success. Yeah, it was their first like big monster hit, yeah. wasn't it? Do you remember how cheap their dresses looked in the video? <laughs> oh. They all had like those different colored. They were such market dresses. What's the <laughs> Michael? What's the US equivalent of a market dress? Oh God, I don't know. That, that, that I because it's have not clear. even like because because you wouldn't say thrift store because <laughs> that implies that it's like vintage and cool, but they were like cheap no. market dresses. Maybe it was like Pilot. What was like the US equivalent of Pilot? Like a girl's shop. I've actually never been to a Pilot. I don't think they exist anymore. Yeah. They're like, it's is like the US equivalent of a market dress, like going down to, I don't know, like Chinatown you know and buying like a dress off, like a, a coat hanger from a store and it gets shoved <laughs> into like a, a poly plastic bag. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's like a Ralph's bag. So it's like What's going down to the fashion district. Yes. Like going to Santee Alley. That's exactly oh. it. It's like going to Santee Alley here in LA and buying like a knockoff dress. Got it. Got it. Got it. <laughs> One thing I want to add about those dresses that I feel like they all had—they're all wearing a different color. They sort of look like, like overly sexy bridesmaids. Yes, definitely. Do you know what I mean? I feel like some be like, "I want, I want my bridesmaids in kind of similar dresses, but all slightly different colors." And they all looked a bit like they were taking part in Strictly. Yes. Slash, what's it called? Dancing with with the the stars. Stars. (laughs) which we talk about all the time on this podcast. (laughs) So then just moving on, uh, obviously by this point, uh, they had obviously done Life Got Cold, which was a ballad. Then along came the obligatory ballad from this album, which is I'll Stand By You, the cover of the Pretenders song. No, no, move on. All I'll say about that song is it had uh, a weird video where they all look very bronzed, bronzed and shiny. Look that up yourselves in your own time. Um, And then the final single from the album was Wake Me Up. (laughs)
0: That, yeah, <laughs> CGI bikes. <laughs> yeah, I was
1: going to say Michael, this restarts really starts one of your favourite music video tropes. Well, this was actually my first... I was going to say, this must be you arriving to... This is,
2: this, I, I, I'll <laughs> never forget it because I, I was at this like... I can't remember the name of the gym, but it was, it was in Bayswater and I was running on a treadmill and, and I was just like, I'm in London, I'm at a British gym in the UK, f- feeling very pleased with myself.
1: Bayswater. And
2: like, and I just remember at the end and I was watching like MTV or whatever and that video came on and I was just like, what is this? And I just remember but that and Jamelia weirdly were my two biggest, which, obsessions. Which Jamelia's on? Um, I, God, it was, it was her big one. Superstar, superstar. I don't know what <laughs> it is. that makes me feel like this. I mean, Birmingham Chanteuse.
1: <laughs> I feel like at that moment you were like, "I'm gonna be all right." Here. Yeah, you're like, "I was are, like, this is my place." For me.
2: <laughs> I mean, she was the UK's Beyonce before Alicia Dixon was. Ooh, I'm maybe more like the UK's like uh, Carrie Hilton. Oh, Carrie Mybacks so Hilton. She, uh, she weird. Wasn't she on Loose Women? Carrie Hilson. No, Jamelia.
0: Oh. <laughs> yeah, Some, yeah. Sometimes yeah, she is. I
1: think she's sometimes on there. <laughs> Deeply boring woman. Um, <laughs> um so that that this that's the kind of their first two albums. So it took that time to kind of I think by that point they were solidified as like genuinely like an actual thing. What what year are we up to here? What year are we talking We're in um 2004 at the moment. Oh, okay. God, so actually I was at university, I think, at this point, and I went to see them. This is the first time of many that I went to see them on tour. <gasps> Yeah, it was at the Hammersmith Apollo. I went to see them when I was at uni. They just performed those, you know, two albums worth of songs. At one point, Nicola does a cover of Teenage Dirtbag. Yes. uh, By Quetis, which was a really strange moment. And what I remember thinking, even back in those days, is I remember looking around, I was with my friend Fran, and we were like, what is this crowd? Because it was like children, like teeny, like teeny, like teenage kind of tween fans. It was gays, it was straight women. Also, at one point, there was a group of guys that were, like, genuinely, like, lads. And they had, like, a sign that was, like, we love you, Cheryl. But, like, they weren't, like, gays being, like, we love you, Cheryl. It was, like, straight, like, lads.
0: I mean, they were... What really, a
1: strange everybody fan base. Loves Cheryl, though. Yeah, that's true. She's so beautiful. We are now up to 2005. Got it. A pretty solid year for me, just personally, can I just say. Why is um, that? No, it just was... It just was uh, It's when I was at my most powerful at university. It was, like, <laughs> around the time I entered my last year, I had the most friends. I was the most popular. I lived back on campus. I like was barely doing any work for my degree, drinking a lot, having a lot of fun, making out with a lot of guys. It was just like peak me. It was very, I was very powerful at that point. Oh my Um, God. So um, they released the album Chemistry and I'll tell you why I remember the lead single from Chemistry is a girl I lived with at university. I lived with um, in accommodation. She came up to me and she's like, oh, have you heard Girls Aloud's New Song? She went, she's like, it's so good. I think it might be the gayest song I've ever heard. Were you offended by that? No, I, I was like... When he heard the song, he wasn't. <laughs> of course, I'm talking about biology. I, I Lead single from Chemistry. I don't love this song. So... I love this song because it reminds me, again, of my most powerful time in my life. Uh, I also want to tell you that um, when Biology came out, I bought it as a polyphonic ringtone.
0: <laughs> but it was,
1: it was so weird. I had the weirdest, like, weirdest mobile phone translation cell phone. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, well done. Thank you. And uh, yeah, it was a polyphonic ringtone. And all I can say is it did not use the chorus of the song. It used the run-ups. You know the bit that's like... You know that bit, like the run up to the chorus, like the pre-chorus. It used that. Closer. Oh, yeah, and that my bit, mind and my Exactly. And, bl- yes, bat- and it had that bit and it cut off before it got to the bit where they gave the it up. Yeah, it was <laughs> so weird. It was so weird. But I, I think it cost, so great. It cost me money. I paid for it, my but, polyphonic ringtone. Well, I mean, you must have helped it shoot right up to the top of the polyphonic ringtone charts. <laughs> um, Michael, this is a perfect example of Xenomania production, this song.
2: Yes, because no part of the song sounds like any other part of the song. It's
1: like five songs shoved together. Mm,
2: and it all fucking works.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it does. Even though. You might have your personal thoughts about biology. It is kind of a masterpiece. I agree. Nadine wiggling across the top of it, and do you know? It's like pop music as collage. Yes. Oh. That's very oh, wow. profound. I, just, I like that. I don't
2: know where that came from. Yeah.
1: No, you're right though. And it's yeah, just all like mashed together in like a beautiful, what's the video like for biology? Not great. I actually don't remember. It's it's like a, it's... To me, it's just a song. They were wearing very wide belts in it. That's yeah. what I remember. <laughs> very wide patent, like patent leather belts. I just remember the the dance move of, yeah, it's just a matter, matter of time. time. Tick, 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 tick. And that's just like doing a clock motion with one arm. I believe at one point they were wearing like a black power suits with a, with a wide belt. <laughs> <That's what laughs> should, should, we we talk, should we talk about their choreography, broadly speaking? Oh, absolutely. This is a good time. Their, their choreography is... Simple. Simple. Yeah, I mean, Cheryl obviously can dance. Well, we'll get there. She's a dancer. She got... No, she wasn't originally, really. She became a dancer Just you wait till my second half of the show, thank you. (laughs) Okay. Sorry. Nadine can't dance to save her life. Oh my god, it's horrifying. She's like a beautiful, like, She's like a baby deer. Baby deer, just topper (laughs) around. A newborn foal, just like... (laughs) (laughs) With her drama voice. We would have to note that back in the day, I think... Did you coin... I think you might have coined it. Drama voice. We coined Nadine drama voice, and it's just a... Yeah, you know, it's just a term that we use all the time still to describe her. Yeah. Michael did ask me earlier if each of the Girls allowed members could be like, have like a Spice girl's name, what would it be? I felt like Nadine was drama spice. Yeah, definitely <laughs> drama spice. Nicola was like, what did we say? I mean, pale spice? <laughs> like edgy, edgy spice. Edgy
2: spice. <laughs> edgy spice, yeah. Kimberly, what was she? Ooh, homey spice? Homey,
1: cozy. <laughs> Safe, safe Spice. Safe Spice. Safe Spice. That was <laughs> um, Nicola- How about Broadway Spice? Mm, no. <laughs> no, she's just Safe Spice. Safe Spice. Um, we said the... Oh, then Nadine was like Drama Spice. Yeah. Cheryl Glamour Spice. No, yeah. I don't think she is Northern Spice. Oh. I think well, she's the essence Northern. of the North. She's like the Angel of the North. She is. <laughs> the Angel of the North, for US listeners, is just a giant sculpture of Cheryl. Um... <laughs> On the way up, I, Michael, the Way. What's the US equivalent of the Angel of the North?
2: <laughs> the Angel of the, uh, Maybe it's like, I don't know, the big, big gate in St. Louis? Yes, I was about to say that yeah, arch, the Arch at, at of St. Louis. Yeah, totally.
1: I have to say, there is a, a single that all of us forgot that okay. I think Uh-oh, is worth us. discussing about because it's. Uh, this is notoriously hated by fans. Is and... it, I think we're alone now? No, 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 no. This was actually released before Biology and I forgot to mention it. <laughs> Yeah. What was that, Michael? It was long hot summer. We forgot about long hot summer. How many degrees in the shade? Ninety-nine degrees in the shade. Okay. Can
2: can we talk about this? (laughs) There is because this this podcast is about the UK and the US. Yeah there is a really strange thing that Girls to do which is that a lot of their lyrics use American reference points which mm. makes no sense because they are so British they're yep. so UK oh you're yet discussing
1: yet the 99 Degrees of the Shade 99 Degrees in the Shade
2: but also <laughs> all of them with, with a few notable exceptions. Sing with American accents.
1: I'm trying to think of them being like, and it's 35 degrees in the shade. Ooh, 35 degrees Celsius. Ooh. 32 degrees Celsius in the shade. I mean,
2: just the concept of a long, hot summer is not very
1: English. Yeah, you're right. But that's but that's very UK pop music. Always looking to the States. Yeah, I like, remember that fucking Fleury song where she sings about... Sax? No. <laughs> she sings about like... On oh, that the Zamboni. Oh yeah, what? which is like what, like an ice grooming machine? What the fuck is that? It's not. <laughs> what is it? That is what a Zamboni. Yeah, is. An ice grooming <laughs> machine. Such a funny would, description. An ice grooming machine. <laughs> you would never have that in the UK. Like that's not a, that's, that place is not a thing. <laughs> anyway, we've really, we've really uh, the wheels, serious. the wheels have come off. The long hot summer has taken us. <laughs> oh, it's so, so hot, so I know we're
2: cutting this, but can I just say Alexandra Burke is a fierce one for that that kind of behavior. Oh I'm oh, doing American references. Oh my yeah.
1: god. Well she's she's brought a few over. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> just to get us back on track. Um, Sorry. I'll just I'll I'll quickly go through um, oh yeah. There was two ballads from um from that album from the Chemistry album. Oh. There was um, See the Day and Whole Lot of History. So we're getting close to the end of the end of my segment. Um I will it, what is weirdly worth noting is that in 2006 they just released the greatest hits um so they just put all of those songs we just talked about onto a greatest hits but they added uh, there was two songs that got released from it there was something kind of ooh, which is something we definitely should discuss oh. how do oh. you feel about that song? okay wait wait I'm, I'm straight in there with this okay this song is so fucking important to yep. me i was just moving to london yeah and this song came out and i was like something kind of ooh, i'm fucking here london okay <laughs> and what happened was they were performing at gay big yep. nightclub in london when it was back at the you Astoria. Went? i went oh my god um, The main thing I remember this night is my friend Flick at the time was training for a marathon and she <laughs> stayed but then had to go before they came on stage. No. Yeah. But I remember something kind of ooh like that was me arriving in London yeah. and that song is phenomenal. Are you arriving in a car, much like in the video. <laughs> on a, exactly. On a, on a like, green screen. Exactly, with like pushing <laughs> lights. In a white bodysuit like Nicola wears.
2: <laughs> that song sounds like cocaine.
1: it's like yeah you're right what's your point I got to
2: heat it up Yeah, you and, get I, mean, to and I mean that in a good way it's like, it sounds like the best part of cocaine
1: what <laughs> right. oh, that's very funny that's very true and very funny I've never quite thought of it like that but yeah you. because it be has right.
2: that frenzied excited feel I got to heat it up
1: got to get to heat it up that song marks something that Kimberly really does a lot right back from her love shack days onwards <laughs> she gets like a talkie part Oh I boy, you. I can tell you how, how sad you I feel. <laughs> um but that song is phenomenal. What was the other song they released from that? From Greatest Hits? Oh, the I other think song. We're alone now. Yeah, Michael's yeah. favorite. The cover of Tiffany's I think We're Alone Now. Fuck I like that
2: whenever they do covers, it's often just Nadine singing. <laughs> yeah. Which is
1: really have, have you noticed oh, that? I forgot about jump jump oh. was way back in the day we've already missed it we, we discussed jump on the um, love yeah, actually episode we don't need to talk about it so yeah that was i'm i'm kind of musically that's us up to 2006 uh, really quickly i'm just going to mention two very important things from that those kind of period of time do not be quick um, with these Oh, what is it? I'm so excited. (laughs) So the best, one of the best things um, in 2005, uh, it was um, a, they called it a documentary series. It was a reality show following Girls Aloud and it was called Girls Aloud Off the Record.
0: Oh, yeah. this 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 is a genuine
1: work of art. This was very important to me. It was on E4. I remember watching it live. This is not just on YouTube, you know, and it basically followed Girls Aloud as they were releasing uh i think they were just about to release chemistry so they had two albums out and it was them going all over the world and performing in like australia and singapore they do this really awful show i think in singapore for ken livingston the <laughs> mayor of london at the time wow and all their like microphones don't work and they will come off stage and they're like oh god that was awful you get a real look at them as a group of people. Yeah. You get to see people's real personalities. I won't go into too much detail with that. I think this is a really good example of them before they had media training. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. they are very vocal well, about they're stuff. But they were off the record. Super <laughs>
2: frank. Actually off the record. Yeah. Ben, didn't you have this on DVD? I
1: had it on DVD. When we lived together, we would watch it. Quite regularly. <laughs> because yeah. it's so so good. And I think it is also a really good example, going back to what we were talking about earlier, where you see all their personalities yeah. bright as day, like Sarah, who I don't think we mentioned earlier at Rock Spice, like just mm. being like a oh, rocky, yeah. like wild chick. Yeah. You know, like someone moaning, Nadine being kind of like on another planet. Yeah. so oh, wonderful. Kimberly yeah. being a mum. Yeah. Uh, so I've got, I've got a little scene for you Just I uh, know it's a, it's a personal favourite This is a uh, Let's just play out Let's call this uh, the day oh, I, I coming I, I, I just coming. want to set this up yep. Okay They're in Greece a- Australia Oh are they in Australia? Yeah okay. they're in Australia So okay. They're, okay, in, no, no. they're in Australia um, And the cameras are Picking up in the morning After a particular evening Cheryl and Nadine Spent the night before Demolishing the contents Of Nadine's minibar And Cheryl is paying the price
0: I've stolen drunk. i tried to eat a piece of toast Oh no. Hold back
1: up. Four girls, Cheryl and her hangover, get back on the road to go to the airport.
0: It's like having a tour bus, isn't it? <laughs> Gotta go out. Let's uh, it. make finish like, that. So you see, I'm not going out. here. It's really bad. And I advise anybody, if you're thinking about having a drink, not to.
1: <laughs> and Cheryl makes friends with a handy receptacle.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I feel it. Like Part responsible,
1: but I'm there. I her 100% Like we had three different cocktails. And then wine. That is just phenomenal. So... What a scene. Nadine has poisoned Cheryl. Yeah, it's where Nadine poisoned Cheryl. <laughs> feel fine. Two cocktails and mm. wine. Three, three didn't cocktails have and wine. Dinner of dinner. At hand as well, while she's counting out three cocktails and wine. Oh my god. <laughs> and, and the fact that they... The fact that they have like <laughs> video footage of Cheryl vomiting into a plant pot on is the so street.
2: its just <laughs> like like I don't know if anyone's listening has ever seen this, but they're in the front of a hotel. <laughs> People are on the street. This is and a, a famous woman is vomiting yeah. into a plant. This pot. is
1: a girl group three albums deep yeah. at this point, <laughs> like, imagine, number one superstars. Like oh my god, I just it's I love beautiful and I just just in the background, just I love Kimberly's in a in a pink Cardi. Classic Hard Kim. She's got her arms folded in a pink card. And it's she's kind of cozy, isn't it? Yeah, she's like, oh, well, yeah, she's what happens when you drink, isn't it? Can I <laughs> can I just say that this show helped me get one of my favorite jobs ever. I was in an interview for a big talk show in the UK and this I randomly brought this show up and was talking about how phenomenal it was and how key it was and the person interviewing me was like, you do know I produced that show. And I was like, <gasps> I really don't. Oh my god! And I, and then it just was like a wonderful moment. Oh, that's amazing. But, I yeah. would say
2: that this show, as well as Totally Scott Lee, are two of the most important <laughs> television shows ever made. Oh my god. I got-
1: we can't go into Tony Scotland. I, I love that program so much. Like, I, oh my God. I find <laughs> it's
2: like Desert Island Discs. If they, that could be television programs, <laughs> that would be the one I brought with me.
1: Oh my God. You're so right. You've just, I, Michael's really blown us away by like referencing so many specific things. Oh, I, we can't get, yeah, we can we're, we're, we're way over. <laughs> you're bringing too much material, Michael. This is too much. So this this goes a little bit out of my time period, but I found their section on Wikipedia where it lists their songs that aren't on albums. They're just kind of these individual songs. And I just want to point out how strange some of them are. Uh, in two thousand and three, they did a cover of "Hopelessly Devoted to You" from Greece and the song "Greece" from Greece. So super strange. There's a great performance of "Hopelessly Devoted" where they're all sitting on swivel bar chairs Perfect. and they're doing choreography where these spin around in them. I, I would also recommend from 2004, uh, from a TV show that was called Disco Mania, oh. uh, they covered I'm Every Woman, and I, I highly recommend people watch it. They're all, each of them has a very limp feather boa in a different color, and um, <laughs> they're all lip syncing, and it's quite wonderful. Um, and then uh, they actually, in uh, uh, there was a Radio One album, apparently, um, where they did a cover of Teenage Dirtbag, they did a studio version, and a David Bowie song, Sound and Vision, uh, they also did the theme to St. Trinian's and a cover of I Predict a Riot for the follow-up St. Trinian's movie. Oh, oh my god. They were busy. <laughs> Who sang I Predict a Riot? Oh, the Kaiser Chiefs. Oh yeah. I oh, Predict a Riot. I, I hate those song so riot. much. The Kaiser Chiefs were awful. Oh, they were ghastly. Um, anyway. Uh, it's like the Fratellis. Wow. Oh. I kind of liked the first song by the Fratelli song. Right. What was the first Fratelli song? <laughs> Creep it up the back says, You you have a real thing about loving like a slightly kind of jazzy, like, hokey kokey yeah. number, yeah. don't yeah. you? Like, he likes Hang a song on.
2: to sway to, not, I, not even to,
1: to I'm sway to No, this he likes a song to do <laughs> like jazz hands to, I would say. Oh, yeah. I'm going to play that just the beginning of that song. This isn't Fraser, so you've it. got shit taste. <laughs> 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 Fuck off. Yeah, you're so right. I like like a big band. This is like that song from
2: the Mars. It's like the Brian Seltzer Orchestra or something. It's like Mambo Number Five.
1: I love Mambo Number Five. Do not come for Mambo Number Five. No, I love it. We've really gone off on a (laughs) tangent. I'm sweating so much through my (laughs) microdermabrasioned face. I feel like i (laughs) have like lost, like a whole pint. Anyway, so that's really the end of my segment of my era. There's so much more to talk about. I've missed so much stuff, but. Hey, we had to touch on at least every song they ever released, right? (laughs) (laughs) Did we? I don't know. Hey, it's not over yet, though, because we're about to jump into the year 2007, so just hold on to your feather boas. And we're back. It's 2006. Uh, We are in the UK. Michael, you've just arrived in the UK in 2006. That's right. Showed up in the summer, long hot summer. Ba, ba, ba. Um, I just want to do a little cheers to 2006. Oh, We've yeah. refreshed our drinks in the in the studio. Yeah, yep. cheers, had little, girls. Had a little gossip in the break. 2006 you. is gonna our be year. our year. Definitely, yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm. Okay. <clears throat> little section for our ASMR fans out there. <laughs> okay, well it is 2006, but really it's the end of 2006, uh-huh. and we're gonna round out the year by getting a little spooky.
2: Uh-oh.
0: Ooh.
1: Because just before they released their next album, they did a little something. Actually, I'm going to say what it is. I'm going to say what I see before I play it out loud. There is a lady in a black cab. It is nighttime. There are four girls standing in the side of the street. only four of you. Where's Nadine? She's too scared. not coming. She's tripping down. The black cab is driving away up the street. <laughs> Ladies getting out the black cab, stomping up to a front door. She's knocking. Who answers? Hello? Nadine, what's going on? The girls are waiting for you. I'm waiting for you. What's the problem? I
0: am just so, so scared. what? Ghosts,
1: spurts, dead things, anything. <laughs> <laughs> i
0: tell you what, Nadine. Spurred?
1: So I don't starts. know if you, you caught that at the end, which she says, you're going to have to pay what the ferryman one day. So basically you're going to die one day. <laughs> yeah. So what we have just listened to and watched is the opening scene from Ghost Hunting with Girls Alive. Yep. A little TV special they did. The way that show works is some celebrities go with uh, Yvette Fielding. Yvette Fielding, very important figure. Michael, <laughs> well, who's the who's the US equivalent of vet Fielding? I mean, I, I guess... John Edwards? I think Crossed so. Crossed together I think with I, John Edwards? I, I, what's a little bit John Edwards
2: and a little bit Miss Cleo?
1: Oh, <laughs> Yvette Fielding and Miss Cleo so funny it's, it's a mix The way the episodes worked is Yvette would take some celebrities to somewhere spooky Turn off the lights and just like knock around and <laughs> scare them Yeah, a lot so, of night vision filming of people being scared oh, by nothing So much night vision filming Um, it, This really, the fact that Nadine just didn't want to do it because she's scared of everything It's uh, <laughs> Spurts <laughs> Um, she is really but genuinely she's afraid of a lot of things did you know
2: that she was bad things happened to her carbon monoxide poisoning
1: she nearly died she did <laughs> well actually maybe that's Yvette, what vet was like
0: alluding to well that was a ghost
2: in the future <laughs> like, as a spurt I'd say it was a spurt so I'm so sorry Ireland <laughs>
1: So Nadine didn't take part, the other four did. They basically went somewhere haunted turn on that night vision camera. I'm just going to play probably the best part from the show, so just listen up. I don't have any respect for women. Well, no, come no, if you see, if you're here, just tap the fucking table. So that is Cheryl. I mean, that's actually a contender for going in our titles, isn't it? Just tap the The fucking fucking table. table. (laughs) (laughs) Iconic. Oh, actually, we should say throwback to the titles. It is Cheryl at the top of the show saying, saying Where are you from? Where are you from, Flower? South Shields. I thought. thought. <laughs> <laughs> but once again, this is not the Cheryl show. Okay, it should that be wrapped that. up it should be. 2006, because that was at the very end of the year. But just before they really got going in 2007, they took a little, a little swerve, a bit of a detour in the name of charity. Uh-oh. Oh, Lord.
2: <laughs> this is rough.
1: They covered Walk This Way. Alongside Sugar Babes. Ooh, speaking of another group that's going to get a special. <laughs> so Girls Aloud versus Sugar Babes recording Walk This Way for Comic Relief, the big charity. Um, <laughs> the, the track got to number one. Uh, it was Girls Aloud's third, number one, and Sugar Babes' fifth. Walk this way, you want to talk this way. Walk this way, you want to talk this way. I just Walk this way! I just want to just want read a few uh, <laughs> things from this. First of all, while the Run DMC cover is nearly identical to the original version, the Girls Aloud slash Sugar Babes version has a few changes tweaked into the song. The additional line, walk this way, you want to talk this way, is yeah. added. The vocoder is added. The rap breakdown... Kimberly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the the lyrics are moved around and the beat is slightly sped up and re- realized on a drum machine to add a further dance pop feel to the song. Contemporary music critics criticized the cover version, but supported the single due to its fundraising nature. <laughs> well, yeah, it it, it is
2: hard to really hate a comic
0: relief song. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So the, the video for that was really great. It was just them filmed on different days, the two groups, real <laughs> yep. scheduling problems, yep. just like walking up to each other then away from each other. But
2: apparently not only were the two groups filmed on different days, but several
1: members of each group weren't there <laughs> at the same time. That's so perfect. It's like um, purely composite. You should watch the actual comic relief performance of it. It's a lot of two different groups walking up and down stairs and walking like along, back and forth along like a catwalk. So once once they had that out the way um it was time out of the way in 2007 <laughs> to release their fourth studio album tangled up oh great album great album tangled up thinking about it and thinking about the cover art it's very like no strings attached it is yes oh yeah you're right yeah what was the lead single from tangled up that's a big big important song right <sighs> Wait, sexy what, what? no 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 <laughs>
2: No, 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 That's what it sounds like to me. I hate Did you tell him?
1: No, no, no. I fucking love it. I hate this I love Sexy No, No, No. Fraser, I
2: think you and I have similar Girls allowed
1: tastes. Absolutely. It's a fun song to run to. Speaking of Jesse's running song, he should add Sexy No, No, No to his running Also,
2: the video looks expensive for them.
0: The video looks bonkers.
1: Yeah, well, I think they ripped off um, a lot of the visuals from Christina's fighter. fighter. Totally, yeah. The, yeah. The, the There's whole a whole human spider, moment. yeah. A lot of inflatable material. Yeah, a I lot seem of to a lot of like PVC being inflated underneath from a fan. I definitely feel the post, say like Girls Loud off the record era moving into this production and money yes. just went up a notch 100 percent things got a little bit slicker yeah and they really sort of started running with it the next single off tangled up was one of my all-time personal favorites yeah. call the shots oh yeah
0: <laughs> Is this when
1: we started being friends? Yes. Was Call the Shots, right? Call the, the Shots. Song. We yeah. would go out and we would request. It's not even a song you can really no, dance to in not. a club. <laughs> no, it's, it's not. It's sort of very mid-tempo-y. <laughs> and we would sing it and then I would I would scream sort of drama voice. No, there's a very important bit of the song that we would always perform, which is the bit where Nicola, it's like a call and response. Shall and let Should I get it up? Hang no, on. let's just do okay. it. So, Nicola, so I, I'm Nicola and I, Ben is <laughs> drama voice. Yeah. See life flow by like
0: a river, like a river. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, we don't need to do any more than that. That was our that was our real uh, coining of drama voice. Yeah, I think. Um, I mean, what a song! It's such a good song.
2: I would compare this song to Lady Gaga's Bad Romance right. because it's like, first of all, a perfect song. Yeah, and also it just feels like the the perfect mix of like high art, kind yeah. of like it's like music critics loved it. Yeah, like
1: fans loved it. Yeah, it's fun. It felt like a tipping point for them as well, didn't it? Where they suddenly people were like, oh, they're good. They're like legit. Like this is like fun, good music. What uh, spawn was going on in the music video? Well, my parents' house. <laughs> so so <laughs> the house they filmed in is very similar to your parents house in venice like weirdly similar very like the modern point. beachfront like yeah gauzy material flying around and my
2: parents moved like after the video was shot obviously and ben and i saw i think saw their house for the first time together <laughs> and we were like is it <laughs> but-, but
1: other than mark and christine's house what is the other spawn of the video oh Oh, um, oh shoot, I forget. You know? oh. Pandora. I think there's a really good... bracelet. N- Nokia. Oh, okay. okay um, Nokia. Nokia. Yes, translation, Nokia. 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 Yeah. That's definitely... I'm pretty sure that's going on in the video. I fucking love that song. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. What does Sarah look like in the video? Oh, she looks like Spock. <laughs> <laughs> she had her Spock haircut. She has a full Vulcan. Well, she's just more like a Vulcan. Yeah. Like a general Vulcan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: my favorite part in that song is the 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 lyric standard tone on the phone
1: (laughs) standard tone on the phone i'm (laughs) It's so good my favorite lyric from that song dreams the glitter oh yeah
2: wasn't that the name of their book
1: yes it was hardback book their group the group autobiography uh, dreams the glitter i got that on my stocking i remember reading your copy of it oh did you yeah yeah, i do too oh my god that's so weird Um so after that another weird song came about. A real a real I don't know if I say left turn one eighty, who knows where we're going, but can't speak French. Oh my god. <laughs> oh wow. I can't speak- love can't speak french it's a ma- very marie antoinette <laughs> very marie antoinette video yep. a song about how you can't speak french but i let the funky music do the talking what does oh, that mean <laughs> oh oh and i think french is supposed to be like sexy but have you heard the version of that song that they do entirely in french cheryl did not sing in okay french. Can't speak French. Uh, In French. (laughs) Another, I think, again, a really good example of so many of their songs are so weird and no one else is doing anything like it. No, before or since. And I'm fine with that. Although I will say, this is a weird sidebar, but there was a period of time where a lot of pop bands did Marie Antoinette style or like Regency style videos. Do you remember the song? Yes, exactly. Christina. But also, do you remember It's the Way You Make Me Feel by Steps? It's the way you make me feel. Why don't you, you make me feel? That was all very Regency and like. But that all, all, oh, well, other than coming from Marie Antoinette, it was all very like Madonna, yeah. early 90s yeah. VMAs doing Vogue and full Marie Antoinette drag. Yeah. Yeah. I love that song. It's the way you make me feel by steps, by the no, way. That's just history that we went through. Um, <laughs> A lot of it. Am I <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. let's <laughs> not get tangled up. Oh. <laughs> okay. So, after uh, Can't Speak French, well, they they needed to do a tour. Oh, yeah. Now, this was the Tangled Up tour. This is the tour I saw. Yeah. I actually have to say, I also, I went to see the Chemistry tour and then the Tangled Up tour. I've actually seen them, they've seen them tour every album apart from the first one. That's amazing. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm a true, true stan. So, wait, what were the vocals like? On the tour? Yeah. I don't remember... Because all I really remember about that tour, I was still flying high in something kind of ooh. Ever since that song came out, I was like, I need to see this. You still the cocaine of songs was still flowing through your veins. <laughs> you were, you were <laughs> coked up on girls Aloud. We're like jumping through my tutu, or whatever it was. But I do remember who supported them on ooh. this tour. Uh, the support act came out. A song started, and I was like, wait a minute. Is this Heidi Montag's body language? I was like, oh. no, no, no! It's a little group called The Saturdays. Oh yeah. Uh, if this
0: is love. Yeah. Again, a <laughs> story language. for another time. Uh, yeah, and
1: Heidi Montag's body language is a story for another Saturdays time. Saturdays are amazing. Yeah, we we we've got it. Michael, you'll come on for the Saturday special, obviously. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> bring I, his acoustic guitar. Absolutely, I feel I'm the Una of our group silence <laughs> okay okay so they did this tangled up tour um they did a few other things like the the, the soundtrack to St. Trinian's. <laughs>
2: which sarah acted in oh she did
1: oh just put in a little sexy you, uh, school uniformer, shove my hair up
2: have you seen that movie no it is appalling well yeah <laughs> and she's awful in it and she yeah. plays a high school student which is was she,
1: was she like 26 at the time? I mean,
2: yeah, but you know... I Coming mean, from someone who's played a high school student. Uh, how old were you when I, you... I was the background player. It's different. <laughs> also, I'm very youthful and I've lived a less hard life than Sarah. I mean, she <laughs> has lived, man. Yeah, like,
1: we true. will we will get there. Um, okay, Centurions happened. Centurions um, <laughs> <St. Tridians> happened. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then we're jumping to November 2008 and their next album uh, came out Out of Control. Oh, yeah. Now, this so entered bad. at number one. And it's actually their most successful album to date. Which isn't surprising considering the lead song was something called The Promise. That The music video for The Promise is beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Actually but holds up to Yeah, totally holds and up. They're at a drive-thru. Everyone looks great. The whole song had a bit of a throwback, kind of like Supremes type yeah. vibe totally. to it. They they The whole thing was fantastic. So much so that the song got nominated and won best single at the Brit Awards and they did their iconic performance with giant pink feathers which one day Fraser and I will recreate and also another iconic performance was um, when they performed it on X Factor oh no because that was the night when Cheryl's genie's lamp was a little bit rusty Aladdin's lamp was rusty my (laughs) Aladdin's lamp is (laughs) oh
2: no (laughs) tough vocal for everyone that night so a really interesting for, for the American listeners a really interesting thing about Girls Aloud is the fact that that the best singer is not the most interesting person. Right. Because basically nobody likes Nadine. I'm sorry. Somebody yeah. has to say it. Nobody likes her. Like, not really. She's not a likable woman. Right. She's she's, not, she's, she's fab. She's hilarious. She's but not she, as popular as the others. But Cheryl yeah. is like the biggest, biggest, biggest star, but is yeah. not the not a, a live singer you can count on
1: yeah we're gonna it's a quarter after one that almost killed the queen <laughs> that was us just referencing um, Cheryl <laughs> singing at the Queen's Jubilee live um, whatever that song was with Gary Barlow anyway oh we can't God. get into that right <laughs> we now we need to finish getting, this story of Girls Alive we're, getting we're in really weeds. in the weeds girls these drinks right okay <laughs> They won that and they were on an absolute high at the Brit Awards. Um, the Promise really, it's probably their their most beloved song to this it day, really I would is. say. And uh, just a quick note, my favorite moment in the video is when uh, Sarah gets up, because it's all set in a drive-in, drive-in yep. movie. Sarah gets up in front of the screen to sing her iconic uh, line, in Primrose, <laughs> and uh, they just, the other girls just honk at her from inside the car. <laughs> get off, get off the stage, Sarah. <laughs> honk, honk. That's so good. We then had two more singles from the album, The Loving Kind. Pretty forgettable, I would say.
2: Um, I would say it is I love memorable. The Loving Kind, yeah. It's a really good song. But not just because it's a good song, but because... Oh, I'm, I'm guessing you're getting to this band. But Sarah's bum, no.
1: Okay, you're right. So this song is... I guess it's a nice enough song. I feel like it's really been cemented in uh, pop music history by one performance they did on GMTV. A morning <laughs> show you know traditionally a bit of a hard show to do it's early morning gotta get up get, get into hair and makeup early yeah you know it's yeah. gonna be cold in that studio you might not have warmed up yeah and some of them hadn't warmed up by the sounds of things i'm just gonna um play a clip from well the clip is called sarah harding's bum note and then they've written in brackets aka parenthesis for american listeners we love you sarah <laughs> i'm just gonna play it and we do <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it's that was—it's st- not
1: even—it's not even the note. It's the—it's the end of the note. Uh, <laughs> yeah. and, also, and also
2: Cheryl's side she's eye. Like,
1: Ooh, Cheryl shake. is a side eye. Sarah knows she's done wrong. She so just like looks down. We were back in the day of Dub Smash. Fraser and I actually reenacted this. Oh my god! I forgot about <laughs> Dub Smash and us doing that. Yes. How so, weird. So that was loving kind. And then they did their final song for a little while, which was uh, Untouchable. Great video. Which yeah. I absolutely love. Has That's some of song. the be- one of the best lyrics ever, which is beautiful robots dancing alone. Oh, <laughs> I love that song. Yeah. In,
2: in, in a true drama voice moment. Yeah. <laughs>
1: the beautiful robots dancing alone. <laughs> wherever you go, go. It's such a good song. Such a good song. Very Fantastic underrated, video. actually, that song, isn't it? They then had a bit of a hiatus. Just let's just forget about that for a second. Because yeah. they came back in 2012 to celebrate 10 years of Girls Aloud. And boy, did they come back. Oh, my God.
2: Go, girls, go, 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 go. go, go, go. go. We, we girls going to take right control. control. So they came back. Oh, yeah, with they a we're we're going run,
1: <laughs> run this. Run this, run um, They came back with a Children Need Single, um, which was something new. Yes, Which I think is one of my favorite I songs. I love of theirs. that song, and it's I think the video killer. still stands up. It looks great. Yes, Michael's and... Michael's nodding a little bit, unsure <laughs> whether to commit to that. Are, are, are... It's it's very good. Yeah, it has a great Kimberly talking bit. Oh, Down so with the good. rhythm of the beat. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, also includes um, a performance on was it on Comic Relief or no? It was uh, Children in Need. Children in it's Need. a Children in Need song, yes, of course. So it, 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 iconic moment when they first performed on Children in Need, and uh, Cheryl has like a an ever so minor like. Stumble in her heel, and basically it now goes up in a list of weirdly two separate occasions that Ben has reenacted falling to a song in a nightclub, and someone he's done it so convincingly that someone has come and asked him if he's okay. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember this? Yeah. <laughs> One was to something new when he recreated Cheryl falling over. The other was when he recreated uh, Gary Bradshaw falling over during "Got to Be Real" from yeah. the fashion show episode. And two times people came up and said, "Oh my god, are you okay?" And hey, you're like, Brad "I'm false. acting. I can, I can, I can really commit to this." <laughs> I also feel like with that song um, because in the video they're wearing and in that live performance you just mentioned they're wearing these kind of really weird and cool little orange dresses yes. and all their hair bunged up Yeah, I believe bungs. it's like a tulip dress I think Ooh, it's called. Oh lovely. I think that's what the style is called it's very nice. I, at that time when we would bunged go out up. and that song was played whenever that song started I always remember all of us just miming, bunging up our yeah. hair into bung like... up our hair and then we'd put our hands and on s- our hair and, and just walk <laughs> <laughs> Ah. Speaking of our speaking of my heyday, I feel like something new when this came out. This feels like a, a heyday for us in London. I don't know about you guys. Uh, what this year feels is like this? a very powerful twenty twelve twenty twelve. We were oh <laughs> the, Olympic year the Olympic year the jubilee. It does feel the like year a of the flutter <laughs> Spice Girls the Spice on girls. the the closing ceremony of yeah. the Olympics. Yeah. I felt, and I just feel like we were at our most powerful in London, just like drinking and running around and yeah, yeah. bunging our hair up, doing <laughs> convincing pratfalls. <laughs> yeah. It was all go. But it's time. So then, um, after that, they really th- their final single. After that, so that actually only got to number two, sadly. Oof,
0: but their final
1: single after that is what I refer to as their top top ninety seven smash hit single, "Beautiful" because you love me. <laughs> <laughs> now, famously, this.
0: <laughs> It's so <laughs> this
1: rubbish. Is, this is this this is what I was talking about at the break where I had the memory about this song. Oh, got it. So this song, <laughs> um, actually, famously, Nadine hated this song yeah. because actually, quite rightly so. She's like, it doesn't send a very empowering message because the whole song's like, "I'm beautiful because you love me," and she was like, "I don't think you need a man's love to be, you know, beautiful." That was what <laughs> she mainly said. Um, recently, I was at a lunch. The same lunch that Maura from Love Island was at. (laughs) Okay. And I was talking to this guy and he was like, he was British. He's like, he he was a music video director. And I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you done anything I might've heard of? And he mentioned all these like big things. And then he mentioned Girls Alive. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Which one? (laughs) He's like, oh, you probably won't know. It's beautiful because you love me. (laughs) And I was like, I fucking know it. Oh yeah. You shot in a warehouse in empty baths. Yes. And it was very cold. I knew everything about it. They looked great. They did. But
2: that was it. it.
1: Yeah. So I had a particular memory of this song that involves the three of us. Mm. Do you remember this? So there was a particular night out. The three of us went out. Um, It's when you two lived together. Um, Michael, you went home early. um, Sounds right. right. And then you went to bed. And then me and Ben came home. um, Oh, no. (laughs) Me and Ben decided that we were going to surprise you with a uh, live performance of Beautiful Because You Love Me. We uh, entered your room with the song playing out of Ben's phone and I think we had candles in our hands no 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 we had sparklers or we ha- oh that's it we had sparklers in our hands and then we did that. we proceeded to do an interpretive dance with what I wanted to refer to as gauzy fabrics <laughs> and I remember waking you were just woken up at like 3am and we like danced with I remember just doing these like beautiful gauzy fabric moves over your like half sleeping butt. I remember being so angry and nothing else <laughs> Oh my god, it was so funny. I think we just need to play a little bit of that song right here. Just and just picture us, you know, picture us torturing Podcast Nemesis Michael, who was trying to sleep, and just think of just think of gauzy fabrics and imagine, sparklers. And imagine us just haunting him like the ghost of Christmas <laughs> Girls Aloud. Okay, <laughs> so to wrap things up, they did a greatest hits tour. Oh, they did ten the tour. Now sure Michael, did. famously, and I'm using that word very strongly, famously went to see it, and it was shot for. It was like Viva, Viva, the music, the music channel Viva, Viva in the UK, which is essentially VH1. Yeah, and there's a shot of Matt and Michael watching it. It like a crowd reaction yeah. shot, and it's like a close up of you and Matt, and you're just looking delighted. <laughs> I mean, I
2: was so delighted the entire time. I would say it was the best concert I've yeah. ever been to. Seriously, I, yeah, like me ever. too.
1: We were at the same we were at the same show the we night were. that you got on camera furious that I didn't get on <laughs> this camera. Is Matt, and
2: honestly, this is when I knew we would be together forever. Was the day that you he- ended up in Viva that
1: we ended up <laughs> no when he he, he bought, we like i'm on tv now so we're gonna have uh, to be he together. was in charge
2: of buying tickets and he spent extra to get like the one that gets you right in the front that's, that's some classic matt that and is I, I, I know and normally it's now you, now you know, now you know that yeah. that's just matt does that with most things i know i know at the time i thought it was because he loved me okay what were the best well, you beautiful you beautiful <laughs> of that. oh
1: my god i bet they sang that and you were looking at matt and thinking this is it
2: do you know what? I actually, as with many of their live performances, I spent a lot of the time worried about Cheryl's vocals.
1: Oh. But oh, she was great. No, but I, I thought you were worried about Sarah. I mean, oh, no, I, there was a moment she had to be... Yeah, there was... There she was, had to be corralled by yeah. Kimberly to, like, get I was it together. worried
2: You just, you know, as a Britney fan, you understand that sometimes worry is a part of Stan's show. Well, yeah, it's like
1: watching a child in a kindergarten show often when you go to these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, totally. You
2: just want them to do well. But it was great. Cheryl looked right at me. <gasps> like, like directly. What were they singing when she looked right into her eyes? They were singing a whole lot of history. Oh, and she was right. doing her part. That's <laughs> oh, great.
1: So I want to really officially end the group by saying: On twentieth of March, twenty thirteen, the group performed their final concert at the Echo Arena in Liverpool. A few hours later, they announced their split on Twitter.
2: Oh. Not Nadine's choice. No. Famously.
1: Yeah. So that was really you know them one thing i want to just point out they did an endorsement that i just want to play right now (laughs) just an endorsement they did a lot of endorsements here's one of them
0: we're here today because we've been involved now with kitkat sensors for a year and this time we can give you a special one thousand pound Shopping spree with one of our stylists, Frank, who's absolutely amazing. Mm. For me,
1: I'm going to be searching through the
0: Kit Kats myself to see if I can. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Frank's great. Frank can just it's walk good. around and just get you exactly what you want. He's such a talented man. So
1: that was them doing <laughs> an endorsement for Kit Kat Senses, Kit Kat the chocolate bar. What was a Kit Kat Senses? I don't remember. Still don't
2: remember. I'm pretty sure it was like. I think it had like. Like a creamy filling that was like slightly different. So it didn't heighten your senses. No, I don't think so. <laughs> you
1: had <laughs> like, oh, I'm gonna have the sight kit Kat. But I think Wait. like
2: it had like a caramel or something, or like it had like a it's few. Very misleading
1: flavors. name. Was it like a lower I think I thought it was like a lower fat one. Wasn't it? Oh. Oh.
2: Like diet Kit. Ca- yeah, yeah. It was just what I thought. So it heightened your senses? No, no. It just had like fancy flavors Yeah. Like caramel and
1: sumptuous flavors. It looks like it's still on the go in the UK where it's back. Um, that was one thing they did. The other thing they did, um I really want to point out is the passions of girls allowed. Oh my god. Ooh, and boy that was important. Boy did they have passions. I mean not not Nadine, but the others had passions. Oh yeah, she just didn't, she didn't had take part on the show, did she? <laughs> so once so the way the show worked is it followed each of them um, exploring one of their passions. But it turns out Nadine didn't have a passion, so she just didn't do the show. Yeah, well, she had a passion for Kit Kat Senses, and they'd already done it, so <laughs> she, was, she was fine. She's, I'd done it. So the the passions... Do we remember all the passions were? Yes, yes. of course. Okay, okay, okay. We'll start with... Um, Nicola. Nicola's passion was trying to find makeup for pale people. Yeah. So she created her dainty doll. Dainty doll, which I think is still like... Is that still Maybe? around? Probably. I think so. I don't know. She basically created makeup for very pale people because famously in Girls Aloud, she, um, as a redhead, would like tan herself to not be white. And then she embraced it and became kind of a beautiful, beautiful ghostly figure. Speaking of which, um, quick sidebar, one of my favorite paparazzi pictures ever is a picture of Kimberly and uh, Nicola when they went with Cheryl to Thailand in the airport coming back, and <laughs> Kimberly is a deep, deep, deep brown, and Nicola is as white as a ghost, and it's such a good picture. Perfect. Um, Sarah, what was she doing? What was her passion? Her passion was
2: equestrian. Oh yeah, she did like dressage or something. She right? was like, literally a horse dancer.
1: Loved to love to just just you know go on a horse and jump.
2: Because like, wasn't Sarah like kind of weirdly posh?
1: Mm, she was kind of like, yeah, she was yeah. kind of like, grew up in the country, yeah. but wasn't posh, but because she lived in the country and their horses, she was, but wasn't, yeah. that's like me. Yeah. Yeah, okay, well, <laughs> yeah. So you're the, well we did say, actually, well, um, oh, actually. You're, you can't be Sarah. Earlier, we did say, we were trying to work out, out of us which Girls Live members were, and I, I, were, did, I did say that you were the Sarah.
2: Okay. But I actually said you were Kimberly. Wow. No, but the reason being, because like, the thing about Kimbo is... She, she, you can depend on her, which I would say about you, and also like the fi- like Chucky and a Mag is a very Kimberly thing. And who are you,
1: Cheryl? Oh, hmm. I mean, I'm Nadine. I'm fine with that. Okay. Well, it looks like everyone's got their very high opinions of themselves sorted in this <laughs> room, mean? haven't they? I know. You know I two. don't have.
2: I have no. I have bad vocals. Carry on.
1: Back to The passion of Girls, girls Aloud. Um, what, did, what did Kimba do? What did Kimberly musical do? Theater. Musical theatre. Musical theatre. How dare theater. you? Know, still did then and still is. Okay, As well, we mentioned, Shrek the musical, Big the musical. But wow. We'll come back to that. And then finally, <laughs> Cheryl, her passion was... Urban like dance. Urban dance, street dancing. I love it. <laughs> so she uh, kind of learned, really kind of upped her dancing skills and ended up in a Will I Am song. Heartbreaker. Yeah, just dancing I'm away. Heartbreaker. Wasn't she also have vocals? She had then got vocals on that song, yeah. yeah, didn't sure she? Did. I did so well with my dance. They gave me a vocal. I said, "Will, I don't need it. I just dance." <laughs> that started her lifelong friendship with Will. I am, which we'll discuss on the Cheryl special. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Um, Give me I do, Cheryl special. I do just want to um, uh, mention a few things uh, after the split and sort of during the split. What. You know, what they've all been up to. I just want to do a few highlights. We'll okay. start off with Kimberly. Um, she, as you mentioned, she's done a lot of musical theater. Yeah. yeah. Princess Fiona and Shrek.
2: She's also a brand ambassador for Pot Noodles.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> when?
2: I'm not kidding. Just go- Google Kimberly oh, Walsh I, I love Pot
1: Noodles. The more you're saying it, the more things you say I am Kimberly. You are very her. Kimberly Walsh. She did uh, Strictly.
0: And of course. She, did she
1: win or did she do very well? She did it? very well. She did very well. And then she released a kind of um, a musicals album, I think, yep. which came out on, like Valentine's Day. Yep. So she's all, she's all been fine. Okay. Meanwhile, Nadine. Well, we should say that with Nadine, she always fancied herself as a lead singer and wanted to try and make it on her own. So she released her own solo single, her own solo album in conjunction with Tesco. Oh, yeah. This was a tough... I mean, that's exclusively at Tesco.
2: It was kind of like a, it was a mini disc thing, wasn't it? Like she took a, it was a big swing. She was yeah. trying something new. She was trying to break the industry. Yeah, yeah.
1: And she tried to do it via Tesco, and it just didn't really work. And that, what was her song called? Insatiable. Insatiable. It's like whoa, who knew? <laughs> Every little thing that you do. do. So she also set up a business, a business which Michael once visited. Oh Michael? With you. Didn't, were you no? no. So, okay. She, she set, up bar, oh, set up a bar. set right. up a bar in California called the Dean's Irish Mist. Michael went and he called me from it <laughs> as he was ordering like drinks and stuff.
2: I was actually ordering the Irish nachos, which are a thing on the menu there. They have potatoes. I mean, you can't write it. That was Nadine's Irish Mist. And and the, the other great thing about Nadine's Irish Mist is for, she always talked about it being in LA. It is not in LA. It's Where Orange it? County. Oh. And, and, and moreover, her sister was working the bar the, the day that I went. And basically, I obviously interviewed her because you would. And it turns out that Nadine loves singing karaoke and they have a little stage. You just one step up. Oh my God. I mean, that is a dream come true. <laughs> Could you imagine singing karaoke with Nadine? I'd and... get her to yes, do Love like... Shack.
1: Take it right back to the beginning. Oh my God. Um, so that was Nadine. She's still plugging away with her solo work. She recently did I'm a Slab, which we mentioned recently, and became yeah. friends with Caitlyn Jenner as they both jumped up a plane together. My
2: husband, Matt, <laughs> actually saw her on stage. She was part of Michael Flatley's um, Lord, Lord of the Dance, but it was called Dangerous Games. And she played <laughs> the goddess Aaron or something like that. Goddess Aaron is like a bit of Michael Flatley. Yeah, it's it's great.
1: Um <laughs> Now Cheryl's solo career is obviously a whole topic for another day. She X Factor became a solo like too many songs. Fight for this love. Call my name. I I mean, she. I can't take it. When
2: Spotify did my artist of the decade, it was her.
1: (laughs) Oh wow! (laughs) I think that I think that sums it up. And then we're going to talk about Sarah. She now tried to do her own solo stuff, and she did um, Ghost the musical. She, the musical. she did Ghost the Musical, not but she had she didn't she dropped out of quite a few yeah, of the well, there performances. Yeah, was, there was you know, Blackpool Pier especially. Oh, yeah, that? Sarah was also the one who to Big Brother twenty in the UK. Um, but I have to say, oh, yeah, yeah, in, in uh, August twenty seventeen, she then released an EP of songs. Didn't do so well, and then. For about the last year, she has just completely gone off all social media and hasn't been seen in public. Oh. Yeah. Yikes. Tell you who has been seen in public is Nicola. Oh, yeah. So Nicola obviously had her awesome solo album, and then most recently won the Mass Singer in the UK. Because the thing about Nicola is that she was always actually an amazing singer. Great yeah. singer. A really good singer. So I think she's the one to watch. And in a recent interview, when she was asked about if Girls Alive would ever reform, she was very positive, And she thinks in a couple of years, in 2022, they're going to do, she's hoping for a 20th anniversary tour or something oh my i mean God.
2: We, i would leave my children behind i was about to say we're gonna have that. to go
1: to the uk for that i would i would and also you guys can we do a pact yeah absolutely i have not been to see my friends or family uh you know or my like nephew or anything but i'll go back for that in 2022 okay, 2022 can we just like, okay, like cheers that. guys okay cheers to 2022 reunion. 2020. 2020. 2020. oh mm-hmm. yeah beautiful because you love us mm-hmm. the longest hottest summer mm-hmm And I genuinely think it will happen because I think by 2022, even Cheryl's stars kind of faded. Yeah, yeah. They all need it. I want to finish up before we go to welcome, not welcome. Oh, mama. In this Girls Aloud special, who here has met members of Girls Aloud? Yes. You're up, Fraser. Who have you met? I have. Okay, so I worked at an award show um, as like a kind of a, like a talent wrangler at an award show. And one of the talent that I had to wrangle was Cheryl. What? Yeah. How have <laughs> you never Cheryl? You've this. never told this. Thing. <laughs> it was the Glamour Woman of the Year Awards, uh, 2000 and something. Um, and basically all my other talent, I had already wrangled and she came really, really late. And I basically, all I can remember is that she got led through. It was in the, the tough years and she got, she came in late and she got led through and she looked like a frail, beautiful little bird. Oh. And, um, and then she got introduced by her, manager i got introduced to her manager and then he introduced me to her and i just remember she took just the end of my fingers as i'm just demonstrating to you here from kind of knuckle down to end of finger and she just shook it like that in this cold cold little thin bird-like hand she was lovely she was very nice you've never told us have i that? never told you that so yeah so i met cheryl shook her tiny little bird hand um i have also worked on a show with kimberly um kimberly actually has waxed my leg
2: what <laughs> did you, have i never told you this was this on?
1: so it, this was when this was on the show i worked on i'll tell you off my okay back on so mic. yeah basically it was a show i worked on and it was her and stephen mulhern were hosting it and we did this like weird game where they had to wax people's legs and it was me and a runner on the show slash pa whatever you call it here and kimberly had to wax my leg <laughs> on television and i said fuck um but luckily it was a pre-record so and they said they cut away from me, but I, I I literally put my head back and said "fuck" as she waxed my leg. That's amazing. Um, was she, was she like, like sorry, love. I was just ready to see Yeah, yeah, yeah she, <laughs> sorry, love. she was so nice. As you can imagine, she was lovely. Like I remember, I had to brief her about stuff, and she was just like as lovely as you can imagine. You were such a Kimberly. I am a Kimberly. It's fine. I, I'll take that. It means I'm nice. Michael, who have you met? I have met none, but but I'm married to a man who met Nadine. Does wow. That count? Well, I've got a better Nadine story. Oh my god,
2: I've just remembered your Nadine story. Oh my god, no, what? I've just
1: remembered your Nadine
0: story.
2: Wait, how do I not oh know god. this?
1: What is it? So I've not only met Nadine Coyle, I've I've kind of hung out with her for a whole day. <laughs> In two thousand and seven, we were Mike my, oh, oh my in two thousand and seven, Fraser and I were working in a really awful show, which we won't mention. And we went to well, I went to film sort of a pre-taped segment for it, and it was a magic show, and they were doing a magic trick on Nadine. I had to pick up Nadine from somewhere <laughs> and, and drive her <laughs> to a location. Um, I managed to stall the car as I was driving her. you said you were so nervous you kept stalling. I kept stalling the car. It was one of those moments where I suddenly was like, right, Ben, you go drive that car. And I was like, I've never, I don't even know this car. And it was like quite, I don't know, it was very, very overwhelming. (laughs) The whole time, we were all talking about the Spice Girls reunion that was happening. And they just released that song, Headlines, Friendship Never Ends. And Nadine was like, I just think it's really tacky there. At least the song got headlines. It's all about the press. <laughs> so I was driving ah. Nadine in the middle of nowhere. Oh my God, I would have crashed. She then Well, I mean, I stalled multiple times. <laughs> she then went and did this magic trick thing. And then afterwards, we all congregated, like four of us in a little bar and had a drink. With the dean, and we we're just all sitting there chatting away, and she's having, like, a warm glass of white wine. And this is the stage where she was really trying to break away, make a name for herself on her own. So she had, like, an American manager with her. And anyway, what happened was in the makeup and wardrobe area, we were also filming with Adele Silva. Oh, wow. What a, what a heavy mix. And... In the hair and makeup era, they crossed paths, but Adele overheard Nadine talking to her manager, bitching about all the other members of Girls Aloud. <gasps> Adele then went, and I think she's friends with Kimberly and told Kimberly, <gasps> and then all like sparked a fight. Amazing. Yeah. What was she saying about them? I I, I can't remember that bit. Oh. But it was all, it was all go. I've also met Sarah. Right. And I have met, I've actually tasted Sarah's uh, homemade bonofi pie. <laughs> Because she came on... she How came Sweet. She came on a talk show that I was working on, and it was one of those things where it's like, oh, shit, what are we going to do with her? We're going to have to make this interesting. What can we do? And her whole thing is, because she was like the rock party chick and moved to the country, it was like, oh, yeah, she's always in the papers, but she's actually taken up cooking because she has an aga and lives in the country. So I was like okay bake us something and she brought like a banoffee pie to set <laughs> so
0: weird it's so random so w- random so
1: none of us have met Nicola she's the only one of Girls none London that we no. haven't met which is weird because I feel like Nicola's maybe the one we would actually might be friends with yeah. maybe yeah, yeah. If, if there was going to be one yeah that's true especially when she was bopping around like East London at the time that's when like you guys lived there right yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. she was we... very she was very Dalston adjacent wasn't she, she was how did we not meet her wow we really missed out I think it's going to happen we had to hang out with Henry Holland
2: that would have done it yeah Henry Holland. I know. Jesus. Okay, so by Henry Do you Holland. Rem- Do you guys remember that show that Nicola was the host of? Yes. What was it called? Style to Style to Rug. Oh my god. was for Rihanna, wasn't it? Yes, yeah. was for Rihanna, but the UK version was on Living, I think. And um Living. And do- I do remember Cheryl went on and yes. then like all the stylists were terrible. <laughs> and Cheryl was furious and Nicola was so embarrassed.
1: Okay, well, to wrap up the girls aloud special, yeah. um we just need to meet Nicola Yeah, that's it. We'll just add her to our list of, along with Mumba Watch, we need Samantha Mumba and we need Nicola Roberts. I forgot her name for a second then. Okay, so to wrap up this, the Girls Aloud special, we obviously have Michael here, an actual American. We need to work out who are the US equivalents of each member and of the group as a whole, Girls Aloud. Michael, what do you think?
2: The US equivalent of Cheryl is... Okay, this, uh, this is weird, but I'm going to say Diana Ross okay. because she's fabulous. Yep. Not necessarily the talented one of the group that she came from. But the
1: breakout the star. Breakout of the breakout star. Yeah. A gay mm. icon, loads of hair. Yeah, loads of hair. True. Like tiny woman, loads <laughs> of hair. So yeah. much hair. Okay, well, yeah.
2: yeah so, I like that. Cheryl yeah. Diana Ross. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, the US equivalent of Sarah Harding. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say a mix of Lisa Leftai Lopez from TLC. Oh. And Aubrey O'Day from Danity Kane. Now, bear with me. Here. Okay. Because, uh, me... like, like, Sarah's the rock chick, yep. she's outrageous. But she also has like a really interesting point of view, and there's moments of brilliance there, which I think is very similar. You kind
1: high. of refer. Oh, I thought you were referring to when she burnt her boyfriend's house down. I, I mean, there, that's there's the kind of that, thing Sarah there, would do. I mean, actually, I was getting there. Yeah. Yes, but yeah, burning your boyfriend's house down yeah. is very, very Sarah Harding.
2: <laughs> and like, I don't know. I just feel like there was some untapped brilliance with Sarah that we may yet we, we may yet see. I would really like. I yeah, I hear you, and I hope we do. But yeah. Aubrey O'Day, hot mess, falling out of you know, falling yeah. out of cars. I, I just think there's, there's some... Okay. And she kind of looks like Aubrey. The US version of Nadine is Beyonce in her own mind. <laughs> wow. But, wow. but, but outside but of it, her mind. Outside of her mind, I would say she's Anastasia. And, and hold on, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> drama voice. Drama, big drama voice. Yeah, Loads of talent, but ultimately no one really likes her. Yeah. And the songs weren't great.
1: But Anastasia's a lot more likable than Nadine. Yeah. I mean... Anastasia, as we've discussed in this podcast, someone that the US really does not know despite... Is she American or is yes. she French-Canadian? She is American. Hang on, we had this... No, she is American. Okay. Is she and, yeah, a... Hang yeah. on. She's one of us. Is Anastasia American?
0: Anastasia is a citizen of the United States of
1: America. That's very <laughs> sure of
2: herself. There <laughs> so he knows. Yeah. Um, the US equivalent of Nicola mm-hmm. is that redhead from the Pussycat Dolls. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. No, D, no, How I, dare you? I honestly I honestly Car- Car- Comet?
1: Is that her name? Carmit? Carmit? <laughs> yeah, I believe it's Carmit. <laughs> no, I don't know about that one. I, 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 I actually don't know who is more you talented think? than that. Nicola's Nicola's a dark horse. She does a lot of writing. Yeah. She's kind of cool. She's she's beautiful despite the fact like originally everyone was like she's, you know, not attractive. Yeah. yeah. She is she's gorgeous. She's kind of cool. Who's like who's like a breakaway? like a, a talent that no one kind of knew about. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Is she like an Olsen twin? In the sense oh. they started off in a very like kiddie poppy thing, but now they're actually genuinely very cool. Okay.
2: I think that is, yeah, not a direct link, but I totally see yeah. that. Yeah, there's something there. For. Yeah. So the US equivalent of Nicola Roberts are the Olsen twins. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and finally, Kimberly. I would argue very strongly that the US equivalent of Kimberly is there is no US equivalent because Kimberly is the most... UK thing. She's the most British person you could yeah. possibly ever happen. Yeah. Because
1: even Cheryl, who's incredibly northern and very British, she her solo career has tropes of like a big American superstar. Yeah. And obviously, she came over here to do US X Factor, which we've discussed many times, and will many times more. That outfit, speaking purple you, flares, big top. hair. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. yeah, I just
2: I just don't think that Kimberly exists outside of the UK. I think she's like a, a Jane McDonald figure.
1: Yeah, Jane I hear McDonald's. you. But she, she could be like, she could be a star over here who's quite... Like a, home, I, a homely. Yeah, who has like something on HGTV. Yes, I was about to say, she'd be like... Um, Joanna that? Gaines yeah, or something. Yeah, like the Pioneer Woman. She'd be like one of those people. But the thing is, she's not like... There's something so unique and kind of... Northern. Northern. Kimberly, Kimberly is... So, is so bland that she's actually interesting yeah I agree with that I've got it the US equivalent of Kimberly is macaroni and cheese oh my god
2: you're so right she's mac and cheese she's mac and cheese that's what it
1: is she's not a person she's mac and cheese she's she's (laughs) Kind of bland, but like interesting. Everyone loves her. There's not one person that doesn't like mac and cheese. It's comforting. It's warm. It makes you feel good. It reminds yeah. you of home. You can agree on it. Yeah. And, and you're right. It's not boring because you can still spice it up with different ways. Precisely. You could go to a, quite a high-end restaurant and there'll be... Yeah. I was at a very high-end restaurant in New York and there was mac and cheese with truffles that cost $120 yeah. in the menu. You could go and buy craft mac and cheese. Yeah. yeah that, you're Kimberly's, right. Kimberly is mac and cheese. That's really good. Well done. Thank Fraser. you. Okay, Michael, Girls Aloud as a whole, what is the US equivalent?
2: So I think there's only one answer to this question. It's not the most interesting answer, but ultimately what makes Girls Aloud, I think, really memorable is that they feel human. Okay. Like all the vocals aren't great, the dancing isn't great. They're 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 messy people, but like together the whole it means more than the sum of its parts. Yeah. Or, or whatever it is. Yeah. So I think the US equivalent. Of Girls Aloud. Is Fifth Harmony. Oh. And, and I... Because the thing about Fifth Harmony is... Obviously they came to power through uh, the X Factor. Yeah. So, so very connected in that way in terms of the reality show beginnings. Mm-hmm. But they are a messy group of girls. Yeah. The styles are wild. Yeah. They... Fu- they it fluctuates... You know, like it started out very tacky. It yeah. continued to be tacky in different ways. They,
1: it, they had had a lot of success. Yeah.
2: Loads of success. Really fun, memorable songs. But like, ultimately, like, if you look at them individually, it's kind of a grab bag of weird people. Yeah. Yes, that's, that's
1: very good. I, I like that. I Even was, though they came after, it does kind of make sense. I would say that just, in I agree, but in Girls Aloud's defense, I think they were far more interesting pop group. I think each of them are far more memorable. And actually, they were a far more successful pop group. Yeah. But yes, if Fifth Harmony, but I'd say if Fifth, Fifth Harmony had come out at the same time as Girls Aloud, they might have had a similar trajectory in the sense of, because it was a different time in music where they would have been like more... They came so much later that they got lost in the mix of everything. So is Camilla Cheryl? Well, actually, I would say Camilla is Nadine. Yeah. Normani Normani is Cheryl. Cheryl. Normani, the queen, the true queen. And then um, what's the one that sings... Dinah Jane Dinah Jane's oh, oh, Kimberly Bottled <laughs> up <laughs> Bottled up is Kimberly. Di-
2: Di- Dinah Jane <laughs> was actually what my original thought for Kimberly <laughs> I love the song Bottled I up I love the
1: song Bottled up scene. and it's Lauren so is
2: I guess a bit a bit of a Sarah yeah so the US equivalent of Girls Aloud is Fifth Harmony yo welcome, welcome. oh was I supposed to say that with you <laughs> that's fine
1: Okay, we're back. We're going to finish off the Girls Loud special by doing our classic welcome, not welcome, i.e. we say very British or American things. And we say whether they're welcome or not, i.e. whether we like them or not. Michael, podcast nemesis, we're going to edit out the hello and just put in lightning there. You have brought British American topics. Michael, welcome, not welcome. Get it going. Good innings,
2: as in... Oh, she died, but she was 97. Good innings.
1: Welcome, not welcome. Wait, is that a British thing? Yeah, it's, that's, it's thing. cricket. It's a cricket term. Oh. It is. Uh, I would say not welcome because not. I'm very triggered by cricket references because my dad and my brother loved cricket and it's the most boring sport on the planet. I would say not welcome because I don't approve of sport. Oh, it's, it's in general. I mean, I approve of hunting, obviously, but not sport. <laughs> <laughs> hunting for sport. Okay, moving right along. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Michael, my, welcome, not welcome. What do you think?
2: Um, I would say welcome.
1: Well, it's not your podcast. We don't care. <laughs> We do, we do want your feedback on these. <laughs> okay, Michael, <laughs> next up. Welcome, not welcome? Military time. What? What oh, does that mean? Oh, like 24
2: hour clock. It's how Americans refer to a 24 hour clock. Yeah, they call it military time.
1: I appreciate 24 hour clock a yeah. lot because there are times where you get confused when you see th- like the time three o'clock. You're like, wait, 3am, 3pm, 3, 3 yeah. I'm confused. So I appreciate that it goes all the way up. Yeah. So, i'm it's welcome what, michael how what about you
2: oh i think it's welcome i mean I, that that is the way i prefer to be and also in the in the states people are like oh you use military time when they see my phone and it makes me feel masculine
1: oh you're as. oh michael <laughs> that's problematic <laughs> i'm just trying to be honest um I do you feel like a big man can i ask you a question michael, michael just really just really quickly we do I... not support gender or believe in gender in this podcast can i ask you a sidebar question just on, on based on that um do you do you ever has there ever been a time that you found writing the date down really confusing? Since the fact that you lived, you're from here, then you lived in the UK for so long, and you're back. Because yeah, writing the confused. date down is really difficult. Because obviously in the US you start with the month, and in the UK you start with the date. Yeah, yeah and I, I have really a lot. You really struggle with it. Yeah, I know. I find oh. it really I cool. fill in my time card wrong all the time at work. The fact you have to fill in a time card is crazy. Anyway, I'm talking about anyway. the past. Jesus whatever. Christ. Yeah, paid by check. We're grateful Thank to be here in this country. Don't Thank me. you. Don't... I love America. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. in bits, as in. He's in bits. <laughs> I love the term in bits. Michael, describe it. What does it mean? Yeah, it give, it, give us an example. I mean, like, I don't know. Somebody like is falling out of a club and they're really drunk and you'd be like, oh my God, they're in bits.
1: Yeah. I, I like it. Yeah. It's, it's, good. it's, 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 <laughs> it's funny. Welcome. It's so welcome. Yeah. Welcome. Okay. So welcome, not welcome. Welcome, not welcome. Tiki. Ooh, this is an Ooh. American one. Tiki's a very American. I, Okay. I love all things tiki however if you dig deeper it's kind of problematic right. because it's basically it's super racist yeah it's and it's cultural appropriation of the 50s and 60s yeah in the 50s and 60s basically. Yeah, yeah 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 yeah, totally however it's so fun it's yeah. so fun and also but are
2: we being Gwen Stefani we have about this? to no we have
1: to draw I, personally we have to draw a line somewhere and it was culturally appropriated in the 50s and 60s and we've moved on to a completely different place so I'm gonna have to say it's welcome I'm sorry I think
2: it's welcome too but if somebody has a feeling that it's not welcome I'd be interested to hear it
1: yeah, uh, yeah, I, uh, yeah I second so that. Michael's phone number is 310 310- <laughs> oh my god get in touch with your tiki thoughts okay so we're, we're saying it's welcome not welcome yeah that, uh, welcome but what's not welcome is those racist tiki torches that people used for the that horrible thing well torches are never welcome no so fair. we're basically saying tiki is welcome but there's a little asterisk at the top like a footnote yes yeah. absolutely okay got it welcome not welcome what's next welcome not welcome Nothing funny as in not being funny, but hate. I'm I'm not a huge fan of not being funny because it's really just people being nasty or saying something horrible. So about
2: it is such an excuse to be mean. Yeah, and also I, I worked many moons ago with Jodie Marsh, who's a, a British glamour model, <laughs> and she would constantly just be like, "Not being funny, but about like things that were," and I I, I was new to the country, and I was like. W- w-
1: you like you're not being funny it's, no but this isn't funny here i think not being funny is a really good example of a british phrase that's rooted in the negative absolutely i'm gonna totally. to use it i'm gonna yeah. use it in a phrase for you that, that whenever i think of i'm not being funny this is what i think of when i worked in a pub in 2004 <laughs> the pub changed ownerships and the new owners started moving all the kind of like appliances to clean it and they moved an appliance and there were maggots behind it. Oh my they God. moved the appliance and they were like, oh, I'm not being funny, but that's disgusting. And I'm like, yeah, I know you're not being funny. Just shut the fuck up. And it is disgusting, but you know, whatever. It's a student pub. So that was quite a detour of my life that we just took. Other negative um, British phrases include like, oh, not a bad way to start the week or oh, not a bad view for a holiday. Do you I, know what I, I mean? I can't, yeah, I can't talk about them. Like, how's the view from your office? Yeah. <laughs> so not being funny? Uh, not, not, welcome. Wel- not welcome. We're gonna at all. <laughs> so basically we're, it's we're not being funny, but it's not welcome. No, <laughs> no not being funny. Not not welcome. Okay. What? Podcast nemesis Michael. Last welcome, not welcome. Welcome, not welcome. Me. What? Oh my uh, god. Oh my god. 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 This is fucking classic drama chops meets podcast nemesis Michael. <laughs> Bring it back to me, and I'm like I'm like a little animal. Like oh, go. No, what are you doing? i um, I'm gonna say okay. I have an answer for you. You as a person welcome what you just did not welcome. I think that's fair. I'm going to build on that. You as a person welcome you playing your character not welcome.
2: (laughs) Do not play that goddamn lightning.
1: (laughs) Michael, we can't help it if you summon the lightning gods. (laughs) Okay, this has been your Welcome America, the Girls Live special, to celebrate 20 episodes. Oh, Lord. I feel crazy. (laughs) My smooth microdermabrasion face is sweated. I feel insane. I've drunk two margaritas. I don't know what's happening. It was a Spanish pour. Uh (laughs) It was a real Spanish pour. (laughs) We should say, please follow us on Spotify. Yes. Please follow us on Instagram. You're welcome, America. Yep. Leave us a comment. Leave us feedback, whatever yep. you want. You reach out to Podcast Nemesis Michael on uh, Instagram as well. Yeah. yeah. I'm available. Yeah. He won't be tagged in anything that we post. Um, also... I'm private on Instagram, guys. Oh,
2: she's private. <laughs> Shh.
1: Um, please. Don't tell please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts thanks again to our friends at Afterthought Media yep we'll be back in a couple of weeks with a regular episode yep so I just want you to uh, we're going to close out uh, with just imagine again cast your mind back to this mm. imagine you're laying in bed it's 3am you're asleep and you hear the sizzle of a sparkler oh and no. the, the puff of a gauzy fabric I'm so angry again Standing over the place. Oh, let it go out to the face. You're so far off
0: your ass, I can get can smell your own shit! Where are you from, Joseph? South Shields. I thought. Well, there were three of us in this marriage. I just want to say, Liam, come and have a go yeah. if you think you're not. I enjoy cooking bacon and stuff working with flour.